There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hello, Lara, and all the sexy, unique people that listen to the Sexy, Unique podcast. I'm James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules, if you haven't noticed. And um, yeah, I'd love for you guys to come in and see, see me next Tuesday. My next party is actually tonight at Sir, so come through. And uh, we'll have old Jaxie Boy make us a pump tea Wow, wow, wow. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to say a huge thank you to all my sweet, beautiful 778 patrons and the sexy, unique fan, Kristen Gray, who got James Kennedy to record that incredible cameo for me and the Sexy Unique podcast. You guys are everything to me. 
Your support makes this podcast possible. Your feedback helps me develop other podcasts. And I can't express my gratitude enough. It blows my mind every day that a new person signs up. And I say this all the time, but I truly did not know or think that I could get this many patrons. And then every day there's new people that join and pledge to support the podcast. And it's just like a gift every single day. So thank you guys so much. Your pledges not only make this podcast possible, but they also give me the resources I need to brainstorm new podcast ideas and produce new podcast ideas. And without you guys, I would not be able to have the sort of creative output that I've had over the past few months. So the support goes above and beyond even what you see on the Patreon um, and extends into all areas of this creative space for me. So you guys are fucking awesome. I love each and every one of you. And if you want to get involved and help support this podcast, you can do so by visiting www.patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And it is there on that website that you will find all the information you need to become a supporter. There are a lot of perks that come with being a patron of Sex Unique Podcast. And I will tell you what some of those are right now. For as little as $1 an episode, you will be in, meaning you will get a weekly bonus episode that I record with my guests week to week. You will also get exclusive glimpses and sneak previews of other podcast projects that I'm starting and doing and have an opportunity to kind of be in on the ground floor of like conceptualizing those and hearing them before the world gets to hear them. So that's exciting. And for as little as $2 an episode, you get all those perks plus access to a ranking system I created for Vanderpump Rules called the Vanderpump Rules Hierarchy of Darkness, where I attempt to categorize the darkness levels of every single person, place, thing that happens in the Vanderpump universe. There are a variety of other levels that you can sign up to become a patron on, but I just wanted to give you a little taste of what you can get as a patron of this podcast. So give it a gander. It's worth a look. www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details. And now without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, like Lara Marie like Shane Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go so in. Come a girl with a friend, you be both win. Hotel chilling, yes. Welcome to this week's episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I am your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, and today's guest is someone who's a friend of the pod. She's been here before, and now she's gracing us all with her presence mm. again. Yes. It's Chrissy Malazzo. Hello. Hi. I'm here. I have a lot to say. We have so much to talk about. I feel like in the in the hour like leading up to the recording of this podcast, yeah. my world changed when right. 
I found out that a fan of the podcast got James Kennedy to do a shout out oh, on yeah. Cameo. Um, yeah. And then also you had a transformative mm. experience this past weekend yes. because you went to Coachella yes. and interacted with many of the servers. Yes. So tell all. I went to Coachella, mm-hmm. not something I'm proud of, yeah. but something that happened to me. And <laughs> um, I went with Brandon, the person that I have sex with, and he was there for the music <laughs> and, <laughs> and the parties. And I, upon, I think we were at um, St. Vincent. And so like we had the wristbands that are like guest of an artist band, which means that you're like a bottom feeder but of you're an elite bottom feeder you know so you get in like all the artist areas yeah but you can't like but you can't like go in their trailers right yeah no you can't like touch them but like there's like there are like walled off areas for like real artists and real production and like you can't like go backstage and stuff but there's like an upfront viewing area that's at every stage you get to like ride the golf carts you basically just get to be an entitled asshole without having to actually have done anything the hierarchy of Coachella wristbands is that is now that you shouldn't even fuck with Coachella if you're not yeah. in an artist path. Well, when James even posted, the VIP, James yeah. was GA. James not only posted, I mean, yeah, I remember this because active member of the Facebook group here, mm-hmm. but like, so, yeah, someone posted a screenshot of James posting his wristband and he posted like the last digits of his credit card number, like his address. Like, cause he just posted like the receipt like months ago and was like, Coachella, my, like, I don't know why I made him sound Australian, but I'm trying to master the way he says like Coachella. Like, Coachella. Yeah. It's, it's like a very specific, like, I'm going to play Coachella, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like, James also, I like respect the fact that he was there as GA cause it, he truly is just there for the music. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, he's right. like a musician and wants to be in the mix. But also how the fuck... How the fuck do you not even have anyone in your life, like an agent, a manager, a friend of a friend of a friend? Like, even if you've like, like, I have zero relationship to music. I have zero relationship to like, like, I just have access to a boyfriend who has access to things. Mm -hmm. And I'm honest about that. Why can't he leech off of someone? How is it possible that does he want to be GA? (laughs) I think that he might want it. And also, maybe he's not trying to, like, rest on his connections. Like, maybe he's there just, saving like... Saving them, yeah. Yeah. He's saving them for the professional... Yeah. For him and Lala's album. For his debut, Coachella. Right. So that next year, when he's at Coachella, he can be, like, yeah. from GA to performer, Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need his, like... Have you ever listened to, like... Um, I mean, I guess, like, every rap album sort of, like from a certain time has the intro song where they talk about like the beginning of their life and sort of their origin story, how hard everything was, whatever. And mm-hmm. James's would be like from GA, like he said, and like, it's like from GA to the main stage, from getting my legs broken in middle school. To, He's sorry, like from getting squeezed <laughs> to my main squeeze, Raquel shout out. He would not be on the main stage though. He'd be like, on no, the I tiny mean, obviously side. he'd be in like he the do lab in- or like the Heineken yeah. house or like, no, I mean, probably just a satellite party. I need him to be at Sahara. I said 
on Twitter like a year ago, the only way I'll ever go back to Coachella is if James <laughs> is performing. And so I'm at once like excited and yeah. I want for him so badly to perform at right. Coachella, but I also kind of don't because I don't want to have to go back to Coachella and like make good on that. He's got to pick a lane. Like when Kara was on your podcast, Kara Brown, mm-hmm. huge fan when she was saying that, um, he needs to decide like rapper or DJ and like definitely DJ. Like he needs to do that. He could do both. No. I'm, I'm going to say that he could do both actually. <laughs> I mean, I guess like worse things have happened and worse people have been at Coachella. I wonder, worse acts, I mean, he's yeah. a great person. I wonder if I could get an artist pass or a guest of an artist pass. If James goes to Coachella, I would say no. Yeah. Like I think he'd probably, have a lot of people, aka just like Lala and anyone else. Lala that she and her want. squad. Yeah, like he would just be like throwing wrist fans on Lala's naked body. Yeah. Like, but anyway. Okay, anyways. Um, yes. So, so James was GA. James was GA, one. but we could, James went weekend one, like a which true, is like weekend. which is like the yeah. weekend. Yeah. And then I went on the social climber weekend. The witches of WeHo. The well, true social so, climber weekend. But I thought all the parties happened weekend one. They do. But like if you're someone who couldn't get one of those prime spots mm-hmm. for an artist or whoever would get you that wristband, like then you circle back. You circle back. Like, hey, I know we're not really friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that no one's going to weekend two. Yeah. So like so me and my me girlfriend, up. like, please. And so that's how we got our wristbands. Love. And the shocking part was that. And also, I think that James and like. Ariana and Tom Sandoval are all of that group who like legitimately do love festivals. I guess they all kind of are, but I think they got upgraded to VIP. Maybe I don't know who cares, but like when I was there, I was kind of shocked to see Kristen Carter, um, Katie Schwartz, Stassi, Stassi's boyfriend, Bo. Yes. Bo. Sorry. <laughs> not to be disrespectful. Um, is Bo. Thank you. <laughs> not to be rude. Um, and then I I don't know who else. I think that was it in terms of like the cast. But yeah, like I was shocked to see them in like the guest of an artist section because I was like, oh, how? But then I thought about it and I was like the same way as me. Yeah. By just like being an ass kisser. So anyways, we were watching. Well, music um, kills Kate. Music does kill Kate. So it makes sense that she'd be I thought about that a front lot. and center. And she's okay. I mean, does she think, does she like watch music yes. and think to herself like, God, this kills me. I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I witnessed You're like, "Hey, this music killing you." And she's like, "Hell yeah." Kate. What did Okay, so what did you see? So, we You saw them multiple days in a row? Yes. Okay. So the first time like, I saw them was Friday for St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not I'm now a St. Vincent fan, but before I just knew a couple of her songs and yeah. Brandon really wanted to see her. And so we go and he's like, "She's amazing. Oh my god." And out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, "Oh." <gasps> <laughs> I see Kristen and I was like oh my god and I like grabbed him and he was like what I know she's so good like about St. Vincent and then I was like no you're like, like no Dodie and he was like please stop like please I need you to like get a hold of yourself and I was like please let me be here for the reasons that I'm here yeah <laughs> and I just kind of like you know like looked at them and was like creepy but I wasn't gonna like say anything no that's not the I, right I was time. never gonna say anything but then yeah um mid concert you cannot make like a move yeah. on someone no but, but like but they were between- super into it like they yeah. were singing all the words like music was absolutely killing kate wow they're saint vincent Can heads confirm. did stassi yeah. know the words i never really noticed like what she was doing or what was going on because i was like so focused on 
Kristen. And mm-hmm. then I think like Katie was closer to her. Okay. I was, I'm getting into the nitty gritty of like the real drama, but like I was shocked by how they all look in person. And I always am like that. They're good looking. Yeah. They're because the show is really unflattering for them. And like Schwartz is tall. I always, I remember having a conversation with you where I was like, how could you possibly ever think that Schwartz is attractive? And you were like, I mean, he is. And I was like, they're categorically all very hot. He's so tall. I don't understand how that is like not made clear on the show. Cause doesn't Katie look the same size as him on the show? Um, they look yeah, the same height. Look like sh- uh, she's small. Yeah, she's shorter than him. It's, I mean, they're all like stunning IRL. Yeah. That's when you realize that you're the right. one that's being trolled because you think <laughs> you see them on TV and you're like, "Good God!" And then you exactly. see them in real life and you're like, oh "My God, I'd fuck all of you." Yeah, exactly. Every every last every one. last one of you, Carter. I'm even. like, oh yeah. I'm like, here, there's a fence. I'll just go lean up against it and one by yeah. one come and rail me. Pretty much. Yeah. I want them to run train. Yeah. On me. <laughs> like um, not an orgy, just me. No, one yeah. By one just one by used. one. Not an orgy. Yeah. So I'm thinking about that and watching St. Vincent and on like whatever. Drugs. And Katie's being killed by the music. Katie's being killed. The music is killing Kate. And then, you know, like they, I lost them. <laughs> and then I had to go do, I had to go like see, oh, I don't know whatever artist was on that night on the main stage who knows (laughs) and then the next day we went to see david byrne and we got to the festival and again like i'm just outing myself as like having no taste but like i'm not super into david byrne like whatever but we get to that section and then kendall jenner walks by and brandon's like oh my god kendall jenner and i was like oh my god cool nice sweet awesome and i'm kind of just like looking around like who else is here and then I saw them all again and then I like grabbed him and I was like, it's happening again. And he was like, stop. Like it's not Um, even Brandon was on this podcast. Why does he not care? He obviously has never watched the show. (laughs) Like even though he's watched it with me many times, I'm like, I'm offended. And now I have beef with Brandon. Yeah. I mean, you should feel free to tell him right at Brandon Wardell, Uh, Brandon Wardell on Twitter. Please let him know. Yeah. Please let Brandon know that there's beef. Now we're in a war holding us back. We're in a war holding me back but no i mean he ended up being supportive okay good um i like to hear that which i obviously needed at that time so then so yeah they're watching david byrne music is killing kate again i'm like they're all standing like behind kendall jenner so on a scale of one to dead where was katie being how what what was her killage okay i think for saint vincent the killage was like a nine okay but then i think for this based on the events that happened afterwards that i will get into Mm -hmm. i think it was like a six okay i think she was a little taken out of it so once you've been killed yeah it's hard to resuscitate so that you can be killed again it was more like music kills Kristen. okay Kristen was like vibing so hard so Kristen was like being more killed by david byrne than saint vincent it was music kills Kristen, which is fair because Kristen is the musical She's center of the show. An LA really. lady, blue jean baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why don't we have more? Wasn't didn't she post like a selfie with a producer and was like, Krista? She's like know. all over the music scene. <laughs> she's never. It's crazy how she's gotten every single person on that show into music. Yeah. And has not herself put out like that's what makes me think that Kristen's music is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I know that it's amazing. Like based on the t-shirt line alone, I'm hanging Remember on her by a singing thread. voice. <laughs> no, what? She had like a shockingly angelic singing voice in the Pitch Perfect three promo. Oh, right, right, right. That I was like, yes, 
Kristen's music kills Lara yeah. because <laughs> I'd never been so happy to hear my Kristen queen. Kristen kills Lara. Kristen yeah. kills Lara, my right. queen angel. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm a Kristen stan and so like I'm pushing for the music, but I do think that it would legitimately be good. Yeah. But Agreed. I mean, I would, I'm delusional anyways. So, so they're all standing behind Kendall Jenner, mm-hmm. which gives me a nice way of like looking as if I'm looking at like a real celebrity, but really I'm like staring at them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I forget like what, I think I was probably just like high and drunk. And so mm-hmm. like just a regular amount of whatever. And then we start to leave that viewing area mm-hmm. and then Brandon sees Post Malone. <laughs> And now I'm really getting getting into some embarrassing shit as if <laughs> anyone might think that I'm not already there. It's coming. So Brandon sees Post Malone and they follow each other and they've had like a DM history. And so he's like, I should go say hi. Yeah. And I was like, his security is going to think you're like a rando. And he was like, yeah, but he'll recognize me. And I'm like, great. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit this one out. So I walk to like the side to observe that. And then I see Kristen and Sassy clearly arguing mm-hmm. in a corner. And I'm like exhilarated, Thrilling. obviously. Yeah, yeah, like I'm turned on. Like I'm immediately like basement flooded. And so I'm just watching them argue. And I was like, is this the moment? And then I look and Brandon's like, you know, flirting with Post Malone. And so I'm like, okay, if that's who I'm dating, then yeah. like I can do whatever yeah, I want. It's, and it won't be, it's all good. There's no shame. No. So I approach <laughs> and I go up to Kristen. Mid-fight? Um, they had, it was like... They were taking a break. I was kind of circling and I think they knew. They're like, what? like I think they knew what yeah. was going on. I think they knew what was going to happen. And um, Stassi was like, it was less that they were fighting and more that Kristen was trying to calm Stassi down like a classic. Mm-hmm. And Kristen is, again, I just want to reiterate, like so beautiful in real yeah. life. And as is Stassi, but Kristen is like tall and thin and like... Tall, thin, ugh. perfect breasts perfect she's like very well proportioned everything stunning and with like a really good like she also yeah. has like a lesbian energy yes. to her that's like yes. visceral it's like it was just mesmerizing yeah and i've seen her in person before but this was like i mean obviously i was high and this is her in her element so, yeah. yeah so i'm like ah and i just like needed to take advantage so i go up and I'm like, hi guys, sorry to interrupt, but I'm just like a huge fan. <laughs> and Stassi's kind of like, <sighs> like, hi, oh, thanks. And then continues to like yell at someone on the phone. And then I was like, I just love you on this season, Kristen, even though like you're not really on the season, I just like love it and I need more of you. And she was like, I know, right? And I was like, oh, we get each other. Like, okay, so we're dating. Yeah. Like, this is happening. You're together. And now. then I was like, would you mind if we just like got a selfie? And then she's like, no, of course. And looks at Stassi. And I was like, she <laughs> no like, i was like no, no better no, no. if she's not and then Kristen had this like look in her eyes of like yes mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is my moment and i was like yes and then we take the photo and i was like you're so beautiful <laughs> it's like i'm i'm just pulling for more Kristen time this season and she was like i know right fuck them and i was like yes and then i leave them and then i hear like stassi snap at Kristen, and i'm kind of just like hearing it behind me and i'm like oh whatever i go get Brandon and Brandon starts telling me about Post Malone and how like they're dating and then we're walking away and as I'm turning to Brandon to say like how crazy that interaction was of just like how hot Kristen is blah 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 and I was like they're so beautiful in her life this guy just runs into me and I was almost completely on the ground no and I turned yeah this guy like barrels the fuck into me it's this drunk dude and I was high and drunk and so I was like I'm gonna kill this person so I stand up to yell at them 
not stand up, but I was like knocked. So I like get my bearings and I turn to yell and it's Tom Schwartz. And I was like, oh, like, I love your work. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have a reaction besides just like, yes. Like, oh my God. And as he's like pivoting to like not run into Brandon, I see Stassi like standing against the fence and just looking like I'm doing a shocked face for the viewers at home. She's like looking at him in shock. And then he turns to her and he's like, fuck off. You're nothing. You're nothing. And then like stumbles away into the crowd. And I was like, it was like the world opened up my God over me. And I know this is a long story to get there and hopefully you'll edit it appropriately. But yeah, it was just like to have to constantly be advocating for this program Mm -hmm. and its merits and to be explaining to people like you don't understand like, this is how they are. They are this messy and like they would be like this anyway. And everyone's like, no reality TV is fake. And then to have it literally like knocked into me and yeah. just like completely vindicated. I was just, nothing could have been better. It's life affirming. Unless I was on Molly for that exact experience. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so good. And I don't know like how they resolved things because of course, like afterwards I looked at like Stasi's Instagram and it's like, everything's all cool. And I was like, oh, yes, I love this. That's so like much. a rant. That's like a Tuesday like, night yeah, for them. Right. Yeah. Right. That's like her, like Tom getting blamo wasted and right. like verbally abusing someone. They're yes. like, anyway, especially next. Stassi. And I think we've heard him say on the show to Sheena, like, fuck off. You're nothing. So yeah. like, obviously like it's his go to burn. It was so great. And again, Schwartz tall. Yeah, like, shocked by that. But yeah. yeah, he. Oh, and also, I mean, this goes without saying, but he did not apologize for barreling into me. Of at course all. not. <laughs> like, just screamed at Stassi and kept walking. And I was like, "Thank you." Did you see Katie's hair at Coachella? Yes, the braids. Oh no, not that day. Oh, that was okay. Sunday, and I left on Sunday morning because oh, okay. I uh, could no longer. You couldn't Coachella. <laughs> I. Well, I peaked. Mm-hmm. like yeah. it was not you have to end on a high note i would have had to sleep with Kristen for it to get any better yeah or like personally have gotten into a fight with one of the cast members mm-hmm. and even that i mean i just i had the best not experience all that I could and i wouldn't stop talking about it for the rest of the night and like no one was entertaining it at all because like no one was really like a vanderpump rules viewer but i just wouldn't stop saying it and that felt like my coachella set yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it felt like i played coachella you know what i mean oh my god well i'm jealous that you had those interactions because it you sounds, should be <laughs> it sounds blissful quite frankly yeah, that was i mean you've had all of your interactions with the cast i've had really a variety of them but this one is like them and their Special. element like at like at something that's not like a vanderpump no cameras. event yes no cameras like i've not I haven't really seen them out in the wild in like, like that's a place that's not necessarily their turf. Right. I've only seen them be normal or Mm -hmm. like do like lightly weird things when I've like seen them out at events or whatever. Um, but never something so like spot on and like out in the wild. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Let's get into this episode because I have like 25 pages of notes that we have to cover. I have seven. This episode was (laughs) called Lost Cause, which I really like they've given up naming the episode. (laughs) They're like, oh, we get it. We get it. Um, It starts with Brittany screaming at Jax and running out of their apartment and getting into a sad Uber X, Mm -hmm. which is something that never gets old to me. I love it. 
so much. Britney's sad Ubers. I feel like they only all live in apartments where they can look over the street as well. Mm-hmm. Like they've never not lived in like the front second floor. Yeah. <laughs> so that they have a perfect view of when someone's leaving them. I but love yeah. the street. Like I love that Jax doesn't even chase her. He's just like, hey, <laughs> wait. And she's like, no. And then just like slams yeah. the door. I mean, probably because the producers were like, we need you to like go look over the balcony. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> like, I know I should feel something right now. <laughs> like, I, I will parrot the feeling. He can't like muster it up. And then like right yeah. after she leaves, he's like, oh man. And then just goes and <laughs> eats like a p- old piece of pizza. <laughs> Nothing has been sadder. Oh, it fucking killed me when I think it was last episode. He just drank out of the milk. Yeah, he just drank the some fridge. Milk. I know that's not shouldn't surprise me but fuck man but he's just like puttering around like he literally walked away from the balcony and my first thought was he's gonna go get some weird food out of the fridge and sure enough that's exactly what he did i thought you were gonna say my first thought he was he was gonna jump off the balcony but that would be like less sad no than yeah what he that did. would actually be like proactive <laughs> and make sense and then instead yeah, at least he's he'd just get like, help shrug pizza and so yeah. he does that and then he walks down the hall to tom and katie's apartment and those halls never failed to chill me to my core <laughs> that apartment building like Where? i cannot i'm so confused i mean i could go on we you should honestly do a bonus pod that's just on the architecture yeah of vanderpump rules yeah it's because... very it's kind of all very similar yeah. they love like a boxy mm-hmm. like tight space yeah they've never lived in an apartment where you could just enter any other way besides like a tight corridor yeah or a sad elevator yeah or like stairwell. a scary elevator they need a stairwell do you think it's because the alley I think they're they're drawn to alley like yeah. <laughs> things because they've logged so much time it like feels comfortable. Yeah, I mean that's their element. So like when Tom and Ariana went and looked at that house that was like an alley that was just like turned into a home, it that makes a lot of sense. But we'll get to that. Yeah, in a minute. we'll we'll get there. Um. So Jax goes into Tom and Katie's apartment, and Tom Schwartz is there, and he's he's now like very nervous on camera have you noticed this or is it just me noticing i want to say that it's a i feel like it's a forever mood (laughs) like i think i honestly fully think that and i know this again not shocking but i feel like he's just an alcoholic and those are like the shakes yeah like any daytime scene he's usually like and then like at night he's more like i don't give a fuck yeah that you're probably right like but i just and i feel like it was very prevalent in this episode he has like these nervous like where he can't talk really and like makes all these facial expressions and is kind of like muttering to himself and i'm just like good lord (laughs) and so Jax is like recapping his morning and he's like He's like, well, I uh, broke up with Brittany, and he's like, we had a great morning. It was, a, it was a really. This, he great acted morning. like it happened to him. Like he was like, that's my favorite part about Jax is acting like things that he had complete control over happened. Yeah, like he was like, what sucked about this? <laughs> like he's like, what was so bad about the way that it went was that we had had sex. Sex was had. Yeah, twice. And then this had to happen. Yeah. He's like, and it's just, a, it's too bad because it was <laughs> such a good, such a great morning. I'm like, what are you talking about? And Sucks then I had to be like that. <laughs> yeah. There is no other time. I mean, so he fucked Brittany. He's like, 
last night knowing that he was going to break up with her the night before i thought they did it that day no it was twice it was like twice so the he night said before. to them he was like we had sex the night before no no it was the night before and the morning and in the morning and he was including both of those in this like breakup through line because you can imagine jacks being like like the wants to break up started. with her they have sex right when they had sex the first time yeah and then ended when right. she left the apartment yeah and they had had sex twice in that in that span of whatever i feel like i'm on cereal and trying to piece together his hours (laughs) but yeah that's what that's how it happened and i think she mentioned at or he mentioned at some point she initiated (laughs) he's like well she initiated it sometimes you just gotta get off you know what i'm saying and everyone's like horrified like he reveals himself to be more and more monstrous with every passing minute but then it also it also just becomes comedy because it's like like yeah. what are you what am i gonna do with this info? no it's full it's the funniest thing and like him admitting it to people it's like not even like he's like oh so mischievous like he just admits these like horrific <laughs> things to people that then just like stare blankly at him <laughs> and then he like tries to crack a joke like a comedian and it goes nowhere and it's like yeah it's you can't write scenes this good no exactly like if you were if you were to write Jax as a you know a character on a show and his like character game getting real writerly (laughs) in Los Angeles here but like it would be just like it would be nonsensical because people would be like oh that's like way too on the nose because his like character game would be like self-destructive bad boy yeah loves (laughs) it never gonna change (laughs) not good but also like a victim of his own decision so like he keeps being like I'm not He's like, I'm so bad at relationship. I'm so yeah. bad. And it's like... His use of the passive voice is amazing. Yeah. And in like, terms of what has happened. <laughs> versus like what... You know, she did want to have sex with me and I did facilitate the sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, And like, I was just there. Oh, the best too is when he's like, oh, then she left. She dropped a couple F-bombs <laughs> and then left. It's like, what? Like... Like he's kind of offended that she cussed so much, and it, that was he's like really... I tried to be, I tried to do it in the least douchey way possible after just having said after that he fucked her, her twice. <laughs> he's like, I did and try to be like, respectful. I love you, and then like, oh yeah, and then coming back in, and now right. I get why Brittany flipped the fuck out on him because uh-huh. at first I was like, okay, like bitch, get it together, yeah. like you know why this is happening, right. but now that we've like contextualized the whole yeah. situation, I'm. I guess more team Britney. Well, because you know that she was doing like foot stuff and shit like that. Like, you know that they didn't have like loving. She's like passionate. Look you in the eyes. Sex. I wore my shoes without socks again. (laughs) Like, that's probably how she initiated that. sex. And he's like, let me smell it. uh, Yeah. So they had like fetish sex, Mm -hmm. which always makes you feel close to the person that you're having like weird fetish sex with. You're like, I could never even tell another person about what just happened. Yeah. And you're like, God, this is so us. And like our experience. It's it's intimate. But the lie is it's not intimate. When you're fucking a psycho who likes weird (laughs) shit in the bedroom, he's going to fuck you and then break right up with you. And then he's like, out of all the mornings, it was a great one. <laughs> and he said he's been feeling this way for a year. Yeah. Which was shocking to me. Was it? Shocking? I mean, I was just like, what do you, whoa. What do you mean? What were you shocked by? Well, I was just like, for him to say that on the show felt like shocking. I Knowing like that they're together. That. 
so many times. Really? Maybe I choose not to. Well, because he just says stuff like she lost her spark. She like she did this. She did that. We've been this way. We've been fighting. And then the beginning of the season was just like the denial where he was like off to a good start Mm -hmm. in the confessional, obviously, because they were like, all right, time to build this storyline, Jax. Yeah. (laughs) Strong start. Yeah, and he actually, by the end of his conversation with Katie and Tom, is, like, making sense. Like, yeah, he's saying all the sound bites that, like, fit for what he's supposed to be doing. Like, delivering the lines yeah. well and whatever. But, you know, he believes zero of it. No, he's just repeating what Kelsey, the Reiki yeah. <laughs> master, told him to say. And I love how he keeps being, I mean, it's classic, but the way he keeps being, like, I had to do it for her mm-hmm. because I want her to be happy. She deserves to be happy. She yeah. deserves someone who can give her everything. And it's like, no, you actually don't believe yeah. that at all. Like, I mean, if you believed that you wouldn't be like, what would make this girl happy? Probably having like sweaty fetish sex with her twice yeah. and then delivering the breakup as soon as we can get ourselves together for the cameras. Boning her, going out to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> coming back not bringing a coffee back for her and then breaking up with her (laughs) yeah yeah um lisa gives lala some of the most heinous boots i've ever seen what the fuck was that they're the epitome of what are those a homegirl can get it (laughs) like if homegirl comes through in these she's She's getting a record deal wait but like lala like it's a testament to how hot lala is because she Mm -hmm. didn't look the boots didn't take her down a notch but i mean because you've never seen her wear anything else of a different caliber yeah and also it's like she just wore she wore enough to like draw your eye up away from the hideous boots meaning she just wore nothing like a swimsuit with a cape so well she loves like a thigh high lace up yeah so like they were thoughtful but also very ugly. But also like sinful, like in a bad way. I the feel like she probably element, them out though. You don't feel that way? That I'm Lala very suspect of this episode's... I have a lot of things to say about things that I thought were fake in the episode, which I know is like a lot of this is fake, but this one felt particularly like, oh, come on. Like, I feel like Lala would not wear a pair of boots for her showcase that she didn't have some sort of control over. I'm a truther. Yeah, you're a boot truther. Yeah. So I thought maybe Lisa has like a designer friend who gives her these kinds of boots for free or something. And then she just like, because I'm Where like, might did Lisa, Lisa encounter those boots? Like, is did she, she said she was walking along the which street, is, which know, is like, no, she's never walked along yeah. the street. Ever. And they caught her eye in a store. And I'm like, what <laughs> part of town were you in? Also, how much did these boots cost? Like, were they like, Aldo, like sixty nine ninety nine. I don't right. think that they were. She presented them as though they were like twenty five hundred dollars. That's what makes me feel. Which I'm like pretty no. confident in the fact that Lala was like, "I love these boots." And then like and the then producers called, were like, they called the store and they were like, the boots. "Yeah, yeah." Maybe her reaction would have been different. I don't know. <laughs> um, Lala's scared, but Lisa reassures her, and then she goes, "I can't be there. I have prior commitments." <laughs> a meeting in vegas Mm -hmm. right yeah she has to go to vegas so she can't come to the showcase most people in la have to go to a business meeting in vegas every weekend we all do that so much (laughs) business in vegas the true mark of an entrepreneur yeah tom and ariana are in their apartment with billy lee and jeremy and Mm -hmm. at this point their apartment is actually it like hurts me to have to be 
see any scenes be filmed in there. Yes. Like, and it hurts me more to know that they've like tried to zhuzh it and like (laughs) put like a facelift on it and make it like a livable area, but it's still, it's like beyond, it cannot be zhuzh. Why not move? I don't, I never, I mean, rent control. $40 a month, (laughs) which is about, $30 $30 the landlord probably like pays them to live there for like advertising or something because didn't you think I mean that's not true but like remember when you thought that another apartment was there <laughs> can we not talk about that oh my god yeah and I thought <laughs> okay so I thought I saw an apartment on this like LA website the rentalgirl.com right very familiar and I swore to God, I was like, oh my God, it's fucking Tom and Ariana's apartment. And I looked through. You sent it to me and you were like, isn't this Tom and Ariana's apartment? I sent it to a lot of people. I posted it like on social media. I was like, oh my God, look who it is. And like, it was like, what shocked me was I thought I recognized it from like the exterior picture, Mm -hmm. but then the inside, it was like the apartment had been gutted and completely remodeled and actually like semi chic. And I was like, Oh my God, they must've moved out. They bought a house. Like, look what their apartment is now. Like who's going to live there. Don't make me be the one. And like, and then everyone was like, that's not their apartment. Yeah. So maybe that sort of brand awareness Maybe they have a deal or something. There's no good explanation for why any of these people live in the apartments that they live in. No. Because even if they were making fucking reality TV pennies on the show, that would still be enough to not live in those apartments. Yeah. I think they just have to live in the most tasteless, expensive apartments. Like they're the kind of people that like just looked and were like, this one looks good. I will now arrange my lifestyle around this place. Yeah. Well, I know like Tom has been there for like 12 years or something like that. Right. So I think it must just be like the rent is so cheap and like it just makes more sense to keep. But like it honestly, like there's no amount that you could pay me to live in that place. Right. Like it's just a no. Unless they gutted it. And Unless then you they found it on it, the rental remodeled girl. the entire thing, <laughs> posted it on the rental girl. And then you ironically moved in to yeah. start your life. It's yeah. like just a, it's a lol. Yeah. So, but okay. Then- I have a lot of bones to pick with this particular scene. Uh-huh. Might I begin? Yes. Please <laughs> so, go ahead. And by a lot, I mean just one. So, you know, when they're like talking about um, how j- they're like, they get into the very unnatural conversation that they obviously have to bring up of like, oh, we're going to move out. We're looking at houses. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. They're like, remember how you told us that, Jeremy? And then they get into the thing of like, finally, we'll have some privacy. Actually, maybe this is later when they're in the house. But you yeah, know, this that- is a little bit later. All right, but- we'll get to it. Do okay. you want to get there later? No, go for it. Okay, I'll because get there Because I had now. flagged that too as like a moment of grievance. What the fuck was that scene where they had them do like bad improv of like, <laughs> this is what it's like to live with your brother. And they're making out on the couch in full makeup. Yeah. Like just a camera. And they're like... What do you, where do you want to go? Like, they're like, they're like, the suggestion is like movement. And they're yeah. like, where do you go left, right, center? And then Jeremy walks down and he's like, what's up, you guys? He's wearing like a bathing suit. Yeah. And with then, like a semi. Yeah. And then they're both like, oh. And then it like cuts back to Ariana and she's like, oh, that was awkward. <laughs> like, and then Tom Zane was like, dude, I didn't even know you were home. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was like, how did you not know literally an entire camera crew is I'm here right now? so mad that they even gave us that. Yeah, like we, that's rude. We fucking get it without that fake-ass improv. We're not idiots. We're geniuses. Yes. We watch the show and we love it. Therefore, making Do not us pander smarter to me. than the average bear. I don't need this bullshit. Yeah. 
troll. So I just needed to air that out and know that you also felt that way. No, I also felt that way. And what was really weird to me is that later on, like, so Tom and Ariana never, like, never get to hang out. And so Mm -hmm. this is their (laughs) night of, like, spending really meaningful romantic time Mm -hmm. together. With Jeremy. And, yeah, and Ariana and Billy Lee. And Ariana later refers to it as, like, they were on a date. And so was was Tom. You guys were on a date in your apartment with your brother and his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, that's not a date. This is another one of the... I just feel like... You postmated something and chilled on the couch. That's like... That's not a date. I'm so gaslit by this season because I feel like there's a lot of fuckery in, like, the reshoots or whatever. Like, maybe they were on a date and it was a reshoot or just... I mean, the more likely true explanation is that they do believe that is a date. No, I think they believe that's a date. Yeah. I was like, oh. Right. (laughs) I don't think... (laughs) I was like, what was it? Because when she was, when Ariana started to get mad at Tom, like he gets a text from Schwartz and it's like, Jax is at a hotel. Like he just goes, Brittany, we got to go. And then Ariana gets so mad at him. I was like, why is she mad? They're literally just like chowing down on like Postmates. Can you imagine your partner getting mad at you for you having to leave nothing? Do you know what I mean? Like I would be so annoyed if like me and Brandon were hanging out with, I don't know, his little sister and some rando. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh man, I got a call from my mom. I got to go. And he was like, babe, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's finally our time. Weirdly, I have been a, in a relationship <laughs> where someone got mad at me for doing that kind of stuff. And mm. I'm glad to not be in that yeah. relationship anymore. Right. But like, I was truly confused. And then I was also kind of living for Ariana being mean to Tom because that's just like such a mood. And like, I really want for Ariana and Tom to break up. Yeah. And I just want her to like become a lesbian, a lesbian, but also just be like a bitch to everyone. Like when she rolled her eyes to Billy Lee, like when he, when Tom leaves, there's like this, eye roll moment mm. and i was like this give me more of this <laughs> is, that's what i need like that's it you yeah. found her the character ariana right like, this is how we're going to be from here on out please mm-hmm. but she tries to be funny that's no more funny only bitch is it's how ridiculous. she needs to go like she's oh she's the best when she is being honest which to be honest with these people you can only be a mean, total bitch cruel. yeah and then she tries to do the like with pregnancy and the, and the, uh, and the uh, <laughs> like yeah. doing that whole bit. Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up that doesn't and read. just murder your boyfriend. Yeah. I want you to yeah. like murder him with a killer eye roll mm-hmm. and with cutting words. Yes. And like just destroy him from the Which is all it out. would take. Yeah. And I think also we're all a little bit titillated by a, like just a titch of a flashback to him and Kristen's relationship because that was so fun to watch. Ugh, like watching someone be mean to Tom like immediately sort of just like brings me back and I'm like, oh, yeah, I love yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Like yeah. what we're missing is because Kristen just was Kristen literally like, Tom. like Tom would like buy her flowers and take her out and she'd be like, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> he'd try and touch her and she'd be like, oh my God. No. And, and then like, he would look at another woman and she would be like, I can't fucking believe you're doing this to me. Yeah. And like, oh, she made him cry all the time. Constantly. Yeah. I mean, let's Iconic. just 
pray that they get to this point. <laughs> I need it. I need it. We well, need it. Now that Kristen and Ariana are friends, also something I noticed in my like Coachella like post stalking was that Sandoval now follows Kristen on Instagram, has unblocked her at the very least because he liked a photo on her Instagram. Nice. And I remember her saying as recently as weeks ago that she was still blocked. Wow. So moving further towards the matriarchy that wow. we all want, I think now that all the women seem aligned sheena's out which is fine yeah. <laughs> because sheena's a sacrificial lamb like no amount of feminist like <laughs> whatever will get them to a place of accepting sheena or me yeah or anyone like get every, anyone to a place of accepting all sheena. sort of like feminist rule and well theory. sheena's so not a feminist that's yeah. what she said before she's a guy's girl she's a guy's girl yeah yeah sheena will never be in no and i'm fine with that and i would like the rest of the cast to live the lesbian truth and if sheena's there fine if she's not fine but if she gets in the way i will kill her yeah (laughs) (laughs) just know that sheena um billy lee i guess is dating jeremy now which is chill and but she also has moved into like their neighborhood so she joins all the servers in living in the like four block radius that they all live do you from feel like other? you're watching a horror movie it's weird to me that they all live within walking distance from each other when someone is brought into the fray i do feel like i'm like girl get out like yeah. don't answer the phone or whatever but i mean that's they know mm-hmm. they get it but i don't think they're like dating i would be happy for her if they were but also he, i mean he like well they were having like a little handholdy like touch yeah. moment on the couch i think they fuck yeah so I just thought like things are intimate between them. Great. Billy Lee goes, <laughs> I literally walked here. <laughs> She's like, Living so the glad dream. we're neighbors. <laughs> I literally walked here. I love to be able to literally walk. That's what you and Ryan like say to each other every day. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan's like, oh my God, I literally <laughs> just looked at Lara from my window. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kristen is in the throes of recovering from a debilitating <laughs> foot injury. I still am un- like, am I too stoned when I watch the show that I don't really get what happened? She, she stubbed, stubbed her toe <laughs> that somehow became like an ankle injury to which she can't walk or put pressure <laughs> on that foot. And so I was wondering if this injury was going to extend into this the next episode, mm-hmm. like how long the yeah. foot injury arc would be. And right. I'm glad to say, see that it's like still going. Hopefully we get it in the reunion. Yeah. It just comes back for zero reasons. We get, hopefully we get it next, next episode yeah. too. So we get a finale of like Kristen on crutches again. Yeah. But like Kristen pulls out a pillow, sets her foot <laughs> on the pillow and then just settles in for a long <laughs> night of drinking whiskey on the couch, which shocked me. Was it shocking? It, w- I just like. Have I you watched the show? <laughs> no, I have, but it's like I can't get over the alcohol of it all. Like I, know, I can't. I know. I think it's just because now that I've entered my early thirties, yeah. it's like I just can't. Like my skull is like contracting, thinking yeah. of like drinking Fully. a whiskey and coke. Right. Also, now. like not to get too personal, uh, not to get too real, but being on meds, like being on Wellbutrin, for me, I think has exacerbated like my body's decay mm-hmm. and inability to process alcohol or it was just always going to be like that. And I'm blaming it on the Wellbutrin, but whatever's going on, like when I see, like I'm jumping ahead a little bit when, but when Jack's had the Tito's 
and they just they always begin i love the trolling editors because they've really got it down to a science mm-hmm. at this point but yeah they'll always zero in on the alcohol yeah and then so it's like goes from being like establishing shot of three different la locations that are 20 miles away from each other mm-hmm. edm and then right into a shot of whatever alcohol is being consumed and then right into the person yeah of that scene yeah and seeing that vodka like i couldn't no no longer could i even like watch anything normally because i felt hungover looking at it yeah and i just don't understand i just don't understand how they can like process this much alcohol i don't i honestly like there is no good answer besides alcoholism but even then even then how 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 how? hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ow. Okay, so where are we at with, like, Kristen fucking James in Mexico? I think everyone just doesn't care now. No one cares anymore. I care. Well, like, I'm, like, after seeing this, I'm, like, literally just, like, a puppet on a string. And this, like, show controls me. Because, like, last week I was, like, they definitely fucked. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. And the week before I was, like, she didn't do it, guys. Like, listen to Kristen for once. And then now I'm back to being, like... There's, she didn't do it. Like, I, I believe her. And, like, I, I did want- die a bit listening to you go through that arc. No, just a total flip flop. You would not budge even a little bit, being like, "It fucking happened." No, it happened. And here's how it like you went full jack. No, and then now I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. I I guess no one cares. Yeah, because it. I mean, something happened. My thing is that that cushion thing felt like a gun on the mantle when she's like, Carter asks about the cushions. Oh, yeah, almost inexplicably. You know, because mm-hmm. I know that's been something that's been brought up, but it doesn't seem like something he would actually care about. And Sandoval told him about yeah. the co- like we got a flashback to Sandoval. Yes. And so then he's like, were you with James alone? Well, he specifically was like, did you sit by that? What it was a hot mini pool? What it's called a plunge pool. Actually, the plunge. The plunge pool. Were you at the plunge with James? Were there cushions? She's like, absolutely not. No, the fuck not. And that's when I was like, okay, on the reunion, we're gonna get some found footage of like at least they're sitting at that plunge. Um, I think that maybe they did fuck. I mean, I think they did something. I don't know if it was. I mean, penetrative sex. Can we be honest though that James, when he says that he's fucked someone? Like, we saw the episode where he downed an entire bottle of Fireball. Yeah. There's no way his dick was working after that. So, like, they probably, he maybe, like, shoehorned it. young still. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But also, it's like, when James fucks someone, he usually will be like, I fucked her. <laughs> yeah. Like, brag about it. What I don't know what the I think he just doesn't want to admit that he would fuck Kristen again because I don't even think she's hot. I don't think I don't she's find sexy. Her hot, no sexy. <laughs> that killed me i think that's the main thing like i think anyone else he would probably be like did i cheat on raquel yeah a bit mate. But yeah like- but it's like a really bad look for them to have yeah fucked. like and almost so bad that it's like if i was dating either one of them and they yeah. came to me with this like revelation i'd be like don't i'd be like let's not talk about that like it's fine but just like don't do it again yeah <laughs> and they'd be like okay you're right yeah, it's just so, it's such a portal of, of darkness. But I mean, the way she was, I I replay that gif in my head every day of Kristen doing the Dancing. bounce split. And Kristen, looking 
into his eyes and James being like oh sexily out of straws did that split i did not Mm -hmm. know her body was that limber Mm -hmm. or capable of that type of movement i'm telling you a performer yeah an icon born performer who needs to do coachella fucking Kristen doty (laughs) carter terrifies me like yeah. after last week's episode, I'm like Carter's a serial killer. Are you a little turned on though? No, because I'm I not am. turned on by Carter <laughs> at all. I'm pretty down. You're down. Yeah, yeah. He seems like you said earlier. You like I brought feel like up. You could cheat on him and constantly. give him head, and then it would be cool. Yeah, he's which just, is exactly what he said. <laughs> I need some TLC, and then she was like, "You mean a blowjob, don't you?" And then she like <laughs> c- makes like a face, and then she like sexily sips her straw, like. <laughs> confused but also sexy no, she's like lubing her mouth she's like gotta hydrate i just feel like carter has imprisoned my queen i mean yes I and need by that you mean free. that she's not unwell anymore <laughs> yeah i mean that but also i'm just like i want like carter's holding her back yeah from being unhappy and unstable and i agree fully but like he holds too much of the strings and i think that she needs to go i think she needs to dump him and then go back into like crazy Kristen mode and then pull herself out of it by herself and not have Mm -hmm. to have a man to help her but Kristen doesn't dump people ever yeah she cheats on them until they are into submission yeah and then she's like no she like reverse mothers them yeah 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 fully like she's everyone's like evil abandon like i will abandon you mom or stepmom or like whatever what have you yeah i was thinking like mother in the sense of the darren aronofsky film where she's like (laughs) (laughs) you were like everyone will know what i mean no yeah and i just take for granted the fact that i'm the only one that loved that movie (laughs) and reference it on a continual basis but she's like the javier bardem and every man she dates is like the j-law yeah. And then she just destroys their lives yes. until they're reduced to a little pile right. of like ashes and she pulls their hearts yeah. out and then creates a new man. I think what you want is for that process to be accelerated. I here. would love for that to happen again. Yeah. ASAP. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, Jax checks into the moment hotel which i what the screamed fuck? do you know where that no. is uh okay so no the title is crazy i've truly been into the moment hotel from afar for almost like however long it's been around because i used to it? go it's next to el compadre so it's oh, on my god it's on sunset boulevard for those of you that live in LA, <laughs> for those of you that don't, I'll also explain. For the rest of the viewers, for the rest of you sad sacks <laughs> in your non-city cities, the Moment Hotel sits on Sunset Boulevard, but not like Sunset Strip. It's like more east where things get start to get seedy. Uh-huh. And there's a really good Mexican restaurant called El Compadre. Right. And then right across the street, one block over is the moment hotel which used to be like just like a shitty motel that they like slapped some paint on and like redid it with this like, I'm gonna orange need to color scheme. go there tonight no you're gonna need to go there yeah and i would see it because i used to go to el compadre a lot and every time i see it i would go with ryan and we'd just be like the moment hotel like <laughs> kill me like and i'd always just troll and be like i'm gonna get you a room at the moment yeah. hotel for your birthday like i'm gonna throw your party i was at the gonna moment say hotel. that the moment hotel sounds like a thing that ryan would call something as 
a troll. Yeah. But that's the real name. No, it's like the Nomant Hotel. Like, <laughs> it's a, a true there it is. no for me dog. Yes. And so, Jax, this is not the first time that he's been at the moment. And like, when I originally saw the moment, I think the Moment Hotel happened pre-Vanderbump Rules. And I was just like, barf, who the fuck would ever go to this hotel? Yeah. Like, what is this? Who is the clientele? Wait, what do you mean he stayed there before? Does he say that? He shot a scene there for Vanderpump Rules before. Remember that girl that he met and then he went to San Diego and like cheated on her and she was a bartender? They like... Mm. I think she was a bartender at the Moment Hotel or they met for drinks at the roof of the Moment Hotel, which literally is just a deck oh that overlooks the parking lot of the moment hotel so jack's like it's like a howard johnson oh my god that just got converted into this like jaggedy m moment hotel these revelations it scares me it's ruining me it is like truly one of the darkest places like that specific hotel in LA might be like the worst one of the worst places you could possibly ever yeah be. so obviously Jax wants to live there yeah like immediately moves in there <laughs> following his like he doesn't even need to think about sex it breakup oh also okay so if Jax is in a hotel and Britney's in a hotel what the fuck is going on with these dogs I don't know I was wondering the same is thing either a huge plot hole or just abuse no remember they just Jax- left the dog I think they just leave the dogs there and then periodically <laughs> Do you remember go when back Jax had that dog abuse accusation years ago it was like on twitter like Kristen or someone was like it was what was the girl who like worked at the chive i want to say it was like oh, whitney or um, something carmen carmen <laughs> carmen 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 rachel no brian and like some all of those that entire like crew christina kelly like everyone uh-huh. who's been on the show for a collective 20 minutes was they were all accusing Jax of animal abuse on Twitter. But, I'm telling you guys, but wait, of I'll what dig dog? It, it was I don't know. Like Chris, I remember Kristen like galvanizing it, being like, <laughs> "Yes, he did that shit." Like I had to come save the dogs. Like I swear to God, because they were. I remember this was when like maybe it wasn't this far back, but I just remember looking at like the the pictures on Twitter and mm-hmm. like having to click the link so the photo would come up. It was like then, okay. and um, it was like. <laughs> Just like this sad dog, like looking up from a bathroom floor. And that was like the proof. Okay. That he had like, I guess the, I think like locked the accusation was that he would like leave for long periods of time and just like lock them in the bathroom, Hmm. which is a well-known hack of being a dog. A lot of dog owners (laughs) I know do that. Same. But yeah, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. So I just kept thinking of that. Like where the fuck are these dogs when they're both and why are both in a hotel? Yeah. I don't understand the both being in a hotel. The person who does the breaking up, who did like the shocking breakup, that's mm-hmm. the person who goes to the hotel and then the other person stays at the apartment and then you text. Yeah. And it's not well, complicated. I think their, their thought pattern on the both being in a hotel is like, if neither of us are staying here, like, cause I feel like, they would break up and then Jax would leave, but then mm-hmm. he would know that Britney's at the house. So he'd yeah. come back and like fuck her again. <laughs> right. He's and, a murderer. Like, like confuse <laughs> everything. So she's yeah. now like, okay, if I'm at a hotel and he doesn't know where I am, he can't come home and fuck me again. God. So I think it's You're like a right. preventative, Jesus. but it's also like, just like fucking control yourselves. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's like, not possible. Make a decision and make yeah. a commitment to yourself that you're going to have a little more self-respect. That's not and on like, the table. Yeah, no. no, it's done. Um, so everyone's 
Jax is in the moment. Jax is in the moment. He has like four bottles <laughs> Living of in liquor the moment, literally. in this terrifying hotel room. And like then Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval come over and they bring more booze. And then I'm like, they have enough booze to like last them for two weeks. <laughs> like unreal. And Jax is coked out of his mind. And he's like talking. At this point, he's like so coked out that he's talking mm-hmm. like a film executive. Like he's talking. <laughs> like, he's like using like development terms. He's, he's like, like you know uh when the job offer came in I, uh, and, and then like they're like so lala's party is tomorrow and he goes um guys i'm gonna pass on that and, like, I was, like, jax is fully Brittany in. and i were caught up in development hell and yeah. we just had to stop the project he's like i'm gonna need to close the loop on this breakup and uh just move on uh, he's like if we do circle back <laughs> I don't I can't say that we are going to affirmatively but if we do I hope that it will go better yeah he's like I have some notes so maybe <laughs> we can take those into account and move forward um Brittany <gasps> goes over to Kristen's with her main gay Zach and uh, she, who's been on this series once in the first episode mm-hmm and was Zach where was he Zach in was in the masquerade episode being like mm, he did it <laughs> like just standing in the shadows like and then like this episode basically serving the exact same purpose which was to have one line yeah and to be like she's strong yeah <laughs> like she's handling it so well at first i thought does he even have an accent i don't know he <laughs> I just spoken projected. enough for me to even like know what his voice sounds like <laughs> but when he first came into Kristen's, i literally thought britney was with adam i was like she just went right <laughs> yes. out and got adam and then came over to Kristen's. i wish house. i live and then Kristen is like wasted mm-hmm. she's on like opioids <laughs> slurring <laughs> no she's slurring she's like i don't want to push you and then she immediately brings up adam which is like no like these people like you cannot just like go i'm like definitely maybe like fuck it out with someone if that's what you need to yeah. do but like to go fuck a person that works at the same restaurant yeah. where you and your ex-boyfriend were mm-hmm. it's like just not a wise decision. Is this the moment at which Brittany has this like soliloquy about chickens? Do you know no, what I'm talking about? That's later. Okay, good. Cause we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, she keeps on talking about it's two different times in the episode that she talks about living on a farm and chickens. Yeah. So, She's like a lot of farm references, which I appreciated. That like right. put a lot of things into perspective. Yeah, I liked for me. a lot of they like, I'm from the South and yeah. that's why I have to fuck the person <laughs> in front of me, whoever that may be. Kristen's like I don't really like that <laughs> and then like pours Brittany like a full glass of bourbon and pours herself like tops off her whiskey coke which is like can you imagine relaxing at home on like oh a God. weeknight with a whiskey and coke it rem- recently I like watched this interview with Taylor Swift which was a mistake but it was like the 73 questions mm-hmm. and like that guy is a psycho probably oh my god that guy is the rapiest the worst voice he's like, always like, he's <laughs> like molesting me with it his feels voice like every day. casting couch like it feels like the casting it's couch invasive porn, but they and, never fuck yeah it's yeah. like it is like a porn where yeah. they're like how old are you yeah <laughs> you've never oh done god. porn before have you exactly like, what do like, you like, think? turn around yeah like, you want to take your shirt off what inspires you like that guy. that's fun like whenever she says or any of the women doing them say anything remotely funny he's like that's funny and i'm like he's gonna fucking kill someone yeah but anyway so i was watching they're Brian like and I were high time to get that. out of the house yeah he's like you want to kick me out now <laughs> and it's just like so he's bad. like walk me to the door <laughs> yeah it's terrible but we were watching that high and it just like 
called me back when Kristen was like topping off her like sad soda to when Taylor Swift answered. He's like, what, what kind of drink do you like? What's your go-to drink? And then she was like, um, what did she, oh my God. She was like diet Coke and vodka. Oh God. Like as if that's a drink that anyone has ever had in, unless you're, that's the kind of drink you make when it's the end of a frat party and mm-hmm. you're like, what is left? Yeah. Or, or you're the- like, you just got dumped and you've come outside from smoking a menthol and you're like, that's the first thing I see is this diet Coke and this vodka. And so like, that'll do. Yeah. Or you're no in high the, school. What the fuck? Like, like she orders that at bars drinking for the first time ever. Exactly. And you're like, Oh, this might be good. I like, yeah. maybe I like both these. So things. Kristen's you take at ones. home. Kristen's at home drinking. Doing that. No, but it's like sh- not even like making a cocktail for no. herself, like just straight up doing like a two ingredients, mm-hmm. whiskey and Coke. Yeah. So Kristen is drinking a desperation cocktail unnecessary she's drinking like a well bar drink right and in her home leg up (laughs) tom and ariana go look at a tiny house that's like i didn't know i knew that their like real estate journey would be potentially dark Mm -hmm. because like these people have no taste but to see like where the dark corners of the world to which their taste takes them is like it never ends where in la was that do we know uh, we don't know because I, I thought, was very unclear i mean maybe it's it pro in their price range like speaking in terms of just knowing like yeah prices in los angeles and then being aware of like what their budget potentially is i cannot imagine they're trying to spend more than like a mil on a home yeah like which is like at this point in impossible. la start that's like base that's like cheap now if you can yeah. find a house for a million dollars just which buy, is a sad like, reality buy a lot of land yeah and then pitch a tent on there and camp on it. You because can, li- you can buy a tiny house on Amazon. Yeah. I figured out. So if you just buy the lot. Then you put the house on then there. You just plop the house on. That's a good idea. I mean, that's the but only even way a lot these of land is like homes. Even a lot of land here is like still like. Yeah. It's so expensive. I mean. It's. Uh, I have a lot of questions. I, so I think maybe the Valley or like in like Culver City or something. The finances of this show will never cease to amaze and perplex and terrify me. Yeah. So I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I'm really obsessed with Lori the realtor though. <laughs> <laughs> I love her being like, what do y'all do? As She's, what do you do for a living? Like, do you Literally not see the camera crew? They're doing their living in front right. of you right now. And then we're again supposed to suspend our disbelief and accept that they're just bartenders. Yeah. Writing a book. Yeah. Owning a bar. She goes, it's an open floor. It's an open floor concept. I was like, open in what sense? Like, yeah. What does that mean? You have to open your mind to be <laughs> into this fucking house because it's tiny. It's like a railroad. Did you apartment. see the couch that they had in like the like starter furniture that was there to illustrate what you might be able to have? The couch they had was like half a love seat. Yeah. And it, it had was no the tiniest. Like I kept waiting to like get a sense <laughs> of the room and be like, I was like, no, it can't be like that small. And then it was just like, it was like so yeah. tiny and narrow. And then she's like, and this is a, we staged this like an office and there was like a school desk in the corner. <laughs> and I was just like, this is the scariest house yeah. I've ever seen. But then I and had this. The scarier thing is that it probably costs like $800,000 more. Yeah, probably. But I had this very terrifying moment where they were in the bathroom and like Ariana's like bowing down to like open the cabinet or something. And mm-hmm. like Tom's like, oh, so, like voiceover of how amazing their life together is going to be. 
And I was looking in the back and I saw like the shower and it was like an updated shower, you know? Mm-hmm. And like my Los Angeles, I was like, this place is fucking nice. <laughs> like I was like, damn, I'm jealous. Like gotta move in. <laughs> I was like really excited about all the countertops. I was yeah. like, God, those countertops, like mm. this kitchen. I'm it loving pristine. it. And then I would like get, I would remember <laughs> the rest of the house was like 400 square feet and then was like triggered. I would take it. If someone <laughs> if someone bought it for me, I'd take it for sure. Yeah. But I'd be pissed that I was living in Culver City and I'd bitch about it all the time. Yeah. But like I would take it. I'm just I'm scared by how excited I was in that moment for them from for my own future in a tiny home. It's like that. Upgrade. Like I was like, ah, no, come back. Yeah. But like it's a kind of a lateral upgrade. Yeah. Get some Spanish tile. Get some Spanish tile. And I'm also like, you like Tom keeps being like my restaurant, like I'm opening my restaurant. This is my bar. And it's like, no, you own like 10% of this or maybe five. Like the math is still TBD. We need to get the details on this business deal. Yeah. Like no one knows what the business. No idea. And also when he said like in the earlier scene, when he was like, I might have to take some money from my parents. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how is this still possible? You know what I mean? Like he's like f- literally 40. Like I get it, but also like either again, like we're geniuses. We're fucking geniuses. But we cannot so, piece together the finances of the show. I think maybe the show or the producers tell them to when you're like on that. the show, you need to act like you don't have an income from this show. Mm-hmm. And so that's what prompts them to say things like that. Right. I don't know. It's actually like incredibly insulting and I would love an apology from someone. Same. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're a producer of Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> you can tweet me at <laughs> Lars Marie. <laughs> yeah, which I know you. I know that you're listening. We see you. Yeah. Tweet me and please apologize for right. doing this. I, I want you to tweet me and apologize to mm. actually all the genius viewers of the show yes. that you are insulting on a now weekly basis. We should get James to apologize on a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Sheena apologize on behalf. Hey guys, what's up? It's Sheena. I just wanted to say sorry on behalf of my cast members for not being honest about our being finances <laughs> Thank you. our income is our business but <laughs> we should not lie to people even That's though rob right. basically lied about his entire finances <laughs> she's like but rob's rich and he owns a house so and he has a show and a production company so don't ask about rob anymore thanks bye and a place in big bear <laughs> Lori's really nosy for a realtor asking mm-hmm. them like how much how many babies they want and then she's like well a baby takes 10 months to make so you'll be pregnant for a lot and it's like yeah baby takes nine months right and that beautiful bit for mariana yeah that she's been preparing at the improv for six months she's got to workshop that (laughs) peter is setting up at sir when (laughs) Brittany comes in and he's like hey how are you and she is i'm fine how are you and he goes you know the usual (laughs) And I love that Peter's just finally settled into his role as mm-hmm. like he's a manager. He's mm-hmm. there to be a wait staff and manager of this <laughs> restaurant and we're not gonna make any bones about it anymore. So Peter, thank you for being real. Whatever happened to his sci fi film? Mm, I feel like it didn't really go the places that he saw it going. Yeah, I still need a cut. It was like Avatar. It's pretty <laughs> that's right. That's what he was like. It Sexy was his Avatar. avatar. <laughs> yeah. His avatar was like an eight minute short. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I, I'm still desperate to see those sides. Yeah. Then we cut to Stassi rifling through <laughs> the cabinets. <laughs> Sir. Another one of these fake fucking setups. But like, can we just discuss like what is happening with her ponytail? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I literally made it. Oh, I was like Stassi's fucking hair. What in God's name is happening with the ponytail? So, I've never seen a, it truly is a tail. It's tail. Like this season was a lot of that. Like Sheena had like the horse ponytail, but even that fell almost naturally down her back, like as hair is wont yeah, to Saucy's do. Was- Saucy's was like just a, a stick straight eye. It was like the sharpest <sighs> ponytail I've ever seen. It was a look. I mean, it was like it would slap you in the face. It was yeah. just like boing. It was I- like propped up it like had a wire in it i'm like so unclear she had like a gold i dream of genie cuff around it i'm did the cuff cause it like it but no it was was fake hair right i think so it had to be because i think i you saw when her actual hair ended and then like the thin (laughs) fake hair extended but then it didn't flop down or lay naturally it just uh, it was so distracting (laughs) i was like what is this do you think she like put her extensions in the dryer or something and then I they think she just, like, like got like straw and she was like well, well it's a look like i could not ne- i don't understand <laughs> i think she watched like a youtube beauty tutorial and then mm. was like nailed it goals af and like yeah. walked out the door but it that tail haunts me to this day it's a real pout and not a pucker no you know <laughs> that's how i rate beauty yeah stassi arrives and sir, dressed like SJP in Sex in the City too, like she's walking mm-hmm. through the Moroccan desert in like a loosely fitting white outfit, and she's like pretending to steal the candles and like, mm-hmm. oops, get caught. And then she and Lisa get to have like a back and forth about Stassi's relationship with mm-hmm. Patrick, and it got to maybe the most like real moment of this entire mm-hmm. season when Lisa's like, "What's going on with Patrick?" and Stassi goes, "I don't." I don't know anymore. And then Lisa goes, what love is? <laughs> <laughs> I blocked that out. I actually I have no memory. Of gasped. That. Yeah. I have zero memory. Of so that. she's like, she's like, what do you want? Or what, what's going on? She's like, I just, I don't, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> what love is. And I was like, wow, hit the nail on the goddamn mm. head. I love when Lisa fills in the blanks for them to make them seem deeper, smarter, faster stronger than they are like it's like no stassi does stassi's like i will never know what love is the fuck shut the fuck up yeah (laughs) no i just don't know if he's gonna marry me and give me babies he's gonna start filling in the blanks for people yeah in like really (laughs) presumptuous ways (laughs) like you're like how are you and i'm like well and you're like you don't know what love is (laughs) (laughs) like you're questioning everything in your purpose. Lisa, when she enters too, and she holds up her dog and she goes, look, who just got back from the gym and like flings him around. And that so little like, I don't even have gym clothes. And I, when these scenes are happening, I'm just like, kill me, kill me, kill me. <laughs> fucking, I'm going to end it all because it makes me so mad. Like I need the drama. I don't need these fucking filler, the, like, filler moments. Yes. Yeah. I was living for like, look who just got back from the gym though. <sighs> 
I like that little dog outfit. It, it made me so mad. <laughs> Get the dog out of it. Where does the dog go? You know what I mean? Like when they're doing the rest of these scenes. The dog seemed dead. It was like when he <laughs> just stiff, like full rigor mortis. So she was like flinging it. She was like, oh, I love this look. Isn't that one of your theories that like all her dogs are dead? Am I making that up? That Jiggy might be dead and then yeah. stuffed because he doesn't really move. But I think this right. dog was Harrison. It didn't look the like the jigster. You know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> She's they pay, they pay me to know these things. Mm. Um, they step out into the dining area to feast on goat cheese balls and discover a sad, <laughs> stopped up Brittany, just steaming glasses and folding mm. silverware and napkins. And Brittany, they're shocked that Brittany's soldiering on, despite the fact that Jax broke up with her for quote unquote, no reason. Mm hmm. I love that she's blindsided. Thinks, yeah. She's like, and now he's embarrassing me even more by ending <laughs> it for no reason. And it's like, there's actually like 20,000 reasons. And no one has brought that up. And everyone is, I just want to take a moment to remind everyone that Brittany's 29. Yeah. Like we that, all thought she was younger. She's not. I went this entire season thinking she was like 24. And Same. then I think it was on your, this beautiful pod last week. When I we discovered, discovered She's actually 29. We, the detectives, yeah. uncovered the truth. <laughs> we took to the internet and typed in, how old is Brittany Cartwright? And the answer mm -hmm. was 29 years mm -hmm. old. So and she's shocked. Too old for these shenanigans. They're all treating her like an 18-year-old who got cheated on Yeah, for the first time. And it's like, you've been cheated on 17 times. You definitely, he's given you chlamydia. You've yeah. taken care of the chlamydia, unbeknownst to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's not surprising yeah it needs to stop so then peter arrives and serves them some goat cheese balls mm -hmm. and then the circle has finally completed <laughs> itself and we can end that scene um the toms go to a store to try and pick out uniforms for tom sandoval's bar and he's so excited to be opening his bar where people will be drinking his drinks mm -hmm. and seeing his uniforms and i'm like mm -hmm. you really don't understand like what your life is or like what you're doing or anything mm -hmm. but like it's fine i guess and then they talk about jacks and tom schwartz it just is like a complete jacks apologist like his, his right. like rationalization of the jackson britney relationship dynamic was like a bone chiller for me yeah i mean we had him at the beginning of the season saying direct quote i mean if jacks did cheat i would cover for him but i don't think he did mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I something that like a 30 that. i don't know how old schwartz is probably older than i think but like 34 35 he might be like 36 he's like here's something i should say out loud yeah Kristen's 36 what? and limber no she's not 36 she i swear to god i swear to god or sheena's 36 and Kristen's 35 i'm gonna take to do the net. some detective the work net. right now you you keep taking us through but yeah i'm pretty pretty positive the youngest one is james which makes me think like i always thought james and britney were like the same age but like lala and james are the only ones that really have lives ahead of them lala and james are the young exciting ones right who deserve their own spinoff quite honestly i know i need them to get back together i need them to get together like i root for them in such like a serious way and when they had that little like confab at the end of the episode and they're like mm. having the love fest i was my heart kristen is 35 that's like seeming like more i guess she's easy a fresh 35 sheena's 32 wait what i thought sheena was 36 mm -hmm. i guess i was just really high when i looked these up yeah 
I, 35 is like easier for me to deal with than 36. Stasi is planning Lala's performance at the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And by event planning, it means like she literally puts flowers on a table and right. lights a candle and prints out some pics of print some illustrations. Rorschachs. It was like, yeah, it was like a Ink weird blots. rendering. <laughs> comic book-esque rendering right. of Lala's face that was then framed and then placed strategically around the outdoor yeah. area. And I will say like when it all, when it all was said and done, it looked pretty nice out there. Yeah. It was like fine. I don't know that I've ever, I've been there and it, I had a really bad night at the Phoenix one night. I used to go on Tinder dates there before it closed and then reopened. Mm-hmm. Like I had been there when they had big Jenga in like it's, 2014. It's right next to Toka Madera. Yeah. And it's just like not really, it's like a fratty, right? Like bar type of yeah. vibe. So Stasi classed it up. So she classed it up with some dark florals, some t- t- terrariums. <laughs> Terrar- I like stuttered as I was saying it some because it was votives. So <laughs> Terrarium <laughs> lit some candles and called it a night. Um, Lala's spray tan is truly wild. Mm-hmm. There's her a point arm. where she <laughs> brings her hand up by her face, and it was just like a shocking difference. We get a flashback to James discovering Lala when mm-hmm. he is like corners her at Sir and he's like, I can make you sound gorgeous. Ugh. And I was like, this is the origin story of my dreams. I just like can't believe that now there's a rift. You know what I mean? But I like, thought they made up. They made up and then they didn't. Like there were tweets and she he wasn't at her man's birthday party. So I think that was like the pretty clear rift. And also she like has gone on wherever, whatever podcast she went on where she talked about how like Jennifer Lawrence is a cunt. (laughs) That was like the same where she was like, Raquel's the robot. I don't know. Is she stupid? I think she's just stupid. And it was just sort of like shit talking. Yeah, you can't. Duh. You cannot shit talk James's queen, Raquel. She's going to be Miss America. (laughs) She's a beauty queen. She's a beauty queen. My (laughs) princess. She's sexy. She's hot. Lala's old face, too, we got a glimpse of in that flashback, which is so crazy that she looks so different. I guess I didn't clock how different it was. You never know until you get the flashbacks. Yeah. Which there are plenty of old face flashbacks this episode. I think she started too early. I think she looks really hot now, but it's just like so... It was wild to see... The beginning. The beginning. The humble beginnings. Yeah. Um, Lala's man is not coming to the showcase and James is miffed at that. Yeah. Well, James wants to take her to a steakhouse, but he can't. Yeah. He's got to stay with Raquel until he gets those mills Mm -hmm. and then he can pick Lala. I really think that like if James does get famous and like rich, he and Lala will end up together. I know. I mean, that's why like I, we need to come together us as a, as a community to find James just the person who will put him on. Why don't we need to figure it out? We all email Golden Voice and be like, <laughs> please book this up and coming talented DJ rapper. I'm going to start talking to everyone I know who books like Los Globos. Yeah. And being like, all right, this here we is go. Like, like we're training in Olympia. This is a grassroots movement. So yes. I think everyone needs to like tweet at Coachella or Golden <laughs> Voice and then get James on there. Yeah. Yeah, justice for DJ, justice for white Kanye. Yeah. I've seen what the Facebook group can do. Yeah. And if everyone would just come together. When they galvanize, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> James has no idea how the music industry works, I don't Mm-mm. think, because he's no. like, 
all it takes is one person to see you and come up to you and offer you a record deal and then you're swimming in money mate and bing, it's like bang. no <laughs> like i know that maybe used to be how it mm-hmm. is but i don't think that that's how it well that's another one of those like super dark remnants of his childhood because mm-hmm. his dad was probably always like i'm just waiting for that one person to come back and and put I'll get that star. Yeah. And his dad probably told him that that's how it works over yeah. and over. Because isn't his dad, his dad is like a talent, fi- like that's his thing. And he's like a manager. Yeah. He's like, like a manager slash hanger on. Right. But it, he shows up to the thing. Yeah. What the fuck was that? It was not acknowledged like at all. It was like he got like a little cry on that said like Andros, James's dad. But it then was he like didn't so really quick. Yeah. It was very quick. I think they realized that like we can't <laughs> handle any sort of like up close camera time with andros <laughs> as an audience so they like spared us justice for andros justice for andros but then during lala's performance i was watching this with ryan and jonathan last night and ryan goes oh my god lala's man is here <laughs> <laughs> i was like no mm, the plot thickens that's james's dad i mean same though what if james is oh my god this is like a great spinoff idea just brilliant shit what if james's dad were to get rich again and then lala was like i know i thought about that too Mm. that would be that would destroy james james would murder his father yeah Yeah. james would go crazy lala is his queen lala is his queen (laughs) (sighs) britney shows up and her outfit i don't like where does she get these outfits that's just like fabric <laughs> loosely stitched together with like whimsical ties and like cleavage bearing? She's like, you know how Shia LaBeouf is into like streetwear? Yeah. And isn't that like not like normcore streetwear? Yeah. I'm not saying it right. She's the Shia LaBeouf of that. Like it's Britney 2018 fit watch. And it's always like just a like a robe but with everything cut out of the robe it's a yeah it's a robe or a nightgown right that showcases her tits in a way that's pornographic yes and and almost maternal yeah it feels like they always feel like outfits where if you needed to just like slip the fabric to the side to like suck on a ditty mm-hmm. that's very what they're built for easy breast feeding <laughs> access do you think maybe she's sending that messaging maybe i'm ready like that is and i'm all like i i'm 100 like flaunt your bod like dress truly however you want to dress but there's so many other ways that she could dress that would enhance like that would enhance her boobs and also make her look good that i just don't understand this style that she's really like constantly she's really gotten ground on katie in that way Mm -hmm. because katie's style is fucking atrocious and i haven't even thought about it in weeks because every week britney shows up like in a dress robe on the podcast or i dreamed it that she's just like she looks like a ghost yeah yeah like she looks like she was like a murdered colonial mistress that was her that was her reunion outfit right last season and it hasn't stopped and it this is another iteration of that style of dress Mm mm-hmm and there's no support for the boobs. So no. they're down. They're just like it truly. She might as well just be topless yeah. because it's like they're out. And like when Adam and her hug, <laughs> they break away and he looks directly <laughs> at her to, and like just watches her boobs like walk away. And I'm like working. <laughs> I'm also like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And I don't. I don't love like the whole like I'm just going to use out. Like he's like a pawn. Are you like. 
Are you like justice for what are you what's going on at this point i just don't like the i don't like the way that britney is trying to use him to like clearly make seven words yeah but i know you're like he deserves better he deserves better than this life he's like you're britney he's like you're like adam has made us all better he's come into this show and changed us we love adam (laughs) he makes new to be a better person he makes me want to be better Adam taught me it was okay to be weird. Yeah. And Adam's really getting the shit end of the stick. I guess. He doesn't really have to do anything and he's on yeah, the show. Yeah, he's just so like he's a big like, dumb animal. His he like is, smiles and laughs and yeah. Brittany's like, oh, bless his heart. He calls Jack sir, stares at Brittany's tits <laughs> and collects he called Jack, sir. $50. Yeah, in the last episode, he uh, maybe it wasn't sir. It was something that was like a salutation. <laughs> like <laughs> he was like, look, mister. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was like very respectful. And Jack's like, treated him as if he was like coming over to date his daughter yeah like it was so interesting because jack was like well you can fuck my girlfriend but just like it bothers me that chino wants you to <laughs> like, look i want my girlfriend to fuck other people okay <laughs> he's like mr taylor nice to meet you he's like can i have your blessing <laughs> lala arrives with her squad <laughs> I love Lala's squad. Oh my god! There's um Black Lala Elvis, squad. Black Elvis, Black Elvis. Black Elvis is a star who looks a hot. Yeah, he, his hair looks like um like a Whoville situation. It's a it's a pigtail Whoville, like yeah. two little devil pigtails. I love but it. But it's working. I love it. Um, the the squad shot was such a troll. It was a real troll to the squad. <laughs> like you know that like she's been in the studio with those people like seven times yeah i think she's paying them to show up at yeah. the showcase and they're like, like lala's ride or dies yeah and like, <laughs> like people that she's not so familiar with but they're familiar enough what, to like cash the check that was the same crew what did she say when she came into the studio last time and she was like what up homeboys like yeah. what was the thing that she said that was like so like, insane what up brother i yeah. think it was brother oh yeah probably something <laughs> like that yeah so lala's squad lala's squad pulls the fuck up to the function they pull the fuck up to the function <laughs> and then just like start to just hype lala and like black Elvis does a really good job mm-hmm. of just like getting the crowd like worked up like for lala's mm-hmm. entrance to the stage they don't call him black elvis for, for nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah and lala performs and what's weird about her performance is that we don't get to see much of it. I know. Like, with a lot of audience reactions and not a lot of Lala performance. Yeah. And I think that there was, like, a sound issue because... Really? Yeah. Like, I think just in the taping, like, they Oh, yeah. I think that they, like, couldn't get good sound of her singing. Yeah. There, there was clearly, like a, like, a vocal track right. in the show that was, like, tying everything yeah. together. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's You've my theory. The case. <laughs> and so, so you're all welcome for that. <laughs> the viewers are shocked. Lala sounds like Rihanna, and she kind yeah, of moves much. like she's like a Rihanna. Um, this probably would be the right star. time to what? publicly reveal what I confessed to you once, which is that my Spotify like top 100 of the year, and I use Spotify a lot. My like number four was Boy featuring DJ Duffy. Let me know boy, if I can fuck with you. <laughs> Boy. I don't know how it happened, but like I'm not denying You're it. Fucking I'm with airing that song it out uh, heavily. Something happened. Like I, I feel like it's impossible that I voluntarily listen to it that many times. But then, what is impossible in this world? You know what? You love it, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, boy, do, whoever Duffy is, 
a little offended that it's not James Kennedy. I know that's got to also there's no one. I guess he just like produced it. I don't know. I'm very confused about her music. She came out with this like emo song recently. Has anyone listened to it? I haven't listened to that sort of about being cheated on, but then like it, it isn't as well. And it's just like her being like, I need you to love me. I mean, I've been a feeling you had since literally the moment that they conceptualized that song. (laughs) And I'm just happy to see that like, Lala's getting out there in the world. Like I truly believe, and I've said this forever and will continue to say this until it comes true. Lala is a star. Yeah. And she does have like whatever it is to be like doing whatever she's doing and be successful at it. She is like a variety of things. Like in the world of like Mm -hmm. fame, celebrity, whatever it's like, whatever she's doing is similar to like a Kardashian thing. And like she can do that. Well, she played the slut walk. Yeah. I was there, but I didn't see the performance. So that will always uh, haunt me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. And she played she's Pride, out there. I think. Like she's. Yeah. Ha- it's, ha- it's all happening for Lala mm-hmm. and not Sheena, who's <laughs> jealous and is like feeling inspired to get back in the studio. What the fuck was she talking about? Like with the. She was like, we've already done the Good as Gold remix. And I was like, no, she's like, and can me? you and do a Can You Freak Bitch remix? Yeah, but like she said, there's already a Good as Gold remix. There might be one, yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, like, we need to look into that for sure. Another, but another. James Kennedy probably did the remix or Mike Shea did the remix. Oh my God. It's Mike so- Shea is an underrated. You love Mike Shea's music. If we could just. I do. I'm aside. like a big fan of. I was just a big fan of Shea F. Kennedy, his collaboration <laughs> with DJ James Kennedy. And I thought that that had legs. But then. Fuck. We all know what happened to Mike Shea. I didn't even know about that. I only, I was only standing his breakup song. His breakup song was a sick burn. Yeah, it was great. It's insane to me how like far we've come from Sheena's performance <laughs> to Lala's showcase. Well, Stassi illustrated that. They yeah. did a troll editing like greatness. That was there. truly insane. Yeah. But like even before they showed that, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, God, like this is such like a glow up from that period of their it's very dark because sheena has just become like the cautionary tale for every woman on the show like she's for lala she's like try your career and then for britney she's like you don't want to end up like me Mm -hmm. alone and desperate yeah it's she's just like a big warning Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah sucks to be sheena everyone also is friends with lala now which to Mm -hmm. me is extremely sus like i don't trust any of the other female castmates friendship with lala no aside from maybe ariana who's like been kind of a lala stan from the beginning but like like lala gets off stage and is like welcomed into the group like sitting in the middle like the queen of life Mm -hmm. and i'm just like all these people want something from you like yeah you they would not be your friend if you were not dating some like rich movie producer guy Mm -hmm flying them on private jets to like Vegas Mm. or wherever the fuck and like killing it at a showcase. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like kind of the, the tragic romance of her and James really is that like James is like sort of the only one who sees Lala Mm -hmm. as she is and has always been like, you've, you've always been great. Yeah. And then like, now everyone's like so suck you james like we we're here for lala and i'm watching this unfold on social media and i'm just not having it yeah because james has been there 
since day one. I think that's where his anger comes from. Yeah. And he's like, they're not your friends. They aren't. Like, they truly aren't. Like, the way that they function, like, socially and, like, the inner workings of, like, their relationships with each other and with the world around them is, like, who can I befriend that will yeah. benefit me in some way, shape, or form? Right. And this is, like, a prime example of that. Like, you if you have nothing to offer or if you can't... Or if you do, but you won't give it to them, you're an enemy. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was why they hated her so much originally. Yeah. Because she was like, I'm going on a jet. But now she's got, now she's like clearly established herself as a force to be reckoned with. And they know that it's better to be with her than against her. I mean, if if there's a Cardi B on the show, it's either like, it would be like Stassi's podcast or whatever Lala's going to do. Like no one else really has a fighting chance in being doing anything else of substance i mean i guess like tom tom but that's it tom tom but that's still like exists within the world of yeah. like vanderpump right rules so it's like not i don't d- yeah. consider it like a departure right or an, ach- an achievement yeah like stassi's podcast honestly like respect yeah like, i mean even though like she knows her anti-semitic <laughs> she just established herself as like a white nationalist yeah but like props you yeah. know what I mean? Like, really good for you. She has a point of view. Yeah. <laughs> she's killing it. Feminism. And feminism. She's mm. getting those downloads, honey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking in the top ranked podcast. Drag me. Um, but yeah, like it's her and Lala. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Lala prevails, obviously, because there's that like semblance of wokeness, feminism, whatever. But then I mean there's but also, also she's Lala more squad. entertaining. Yeah. And her yeah. squad and like her whole life is just like more fascinating to me than just like totally. Stassi pissing and moaning about and whatever. And word on the street is that she's a good actress. Lala? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's an incredible actress. I watched her movie I'm Source <laughs> pitching love and catching faith yeah everyone can see it on amazon prime for free i think really yeah fuck or maybe rent it i think it's for free on amazon if you have a prime membership i highly recommend you go see this movie it is true christian maybe mormon propaganda (gasps) in the best possible way and lauren kent shines Mm. and she actually is so good that she elevates the entire movie from being a flaming pile of dog shit to just like dog shit yeah what who was someone recently maybe it was someone in the facebook group but i heard from someone that she auditioned for this movie um and they wanted to cast her but like they would they couldn't because they were like oh she's like a reality star or whatever but she was like the best silver linings playbook i don't know yeah (laughs) mother (laughs) (laughs) it was mother Mm -hmm. fuck lala was robbed this might be a dream i had tom and tom are like what's jack's up to and so they facetime him and then he's like i'm sleeping and it's just like we know he's on depression sleep (laughs) been there and then he says that he's feeling worse since the breakup which is like, duh. Right. That's how breakups work. He has no idea how that works. No, he's like, what? I thought I would feel better and I feel like shit. Like, I hate <laughs> this. This is hard and really sad. Like, what the fuck? And like, it's like, yeah, that's a breakup. Right. You literally want to die for like weeks and yeah. then one day you don't, you want to die a little less. Well, Jax has only ever been able to deal with him cheating on someone and then trying to earn them back. It's, mm-hmm. He's never been able to actually have a breakup. He's never like cut a tie and yeah. then like felt like lived through the feeling of yeah. that. True. And of course he won't. Yeah. 
James and Lala sit down and James and they have like a beautiful moment and mm-hmm. I just love their love. Yeah. And they're both so happy and they hug and I yearn for those simpler times. I'm completely when, heartbroken yeah. by the entire situation. Like I feel like they're both being like held back by these like imprisoned. Yeah. Basically free everyone. I think that Lala is making like the career move mm-hmm. that she's made is smart, but totally. like I don't see Randall being like her one true love like the person that she's gonna yeah. like grow old with like i think he's like a stepping stone to even like m- a better level yeah i would love for lala to date like a celebrity Same. but then i would love for her and james to end up together around like 32 years old i know or but like three i just ugh, i feel like that's the darkness is that like james needs lala to keep going he she's his muse mm-hmm. and now that she's not there like he's not going to get to the level of being able to get lala and we're always going to live in this turmoil and that's why they need a spinoff yeah we really need a spinoff um Jax is in therapy with Lindsay, <laughs> who's his backup <laughs> since kelsey the reiki master is away as you know we um, all have yeah you got to do what you got to do. A therapist on a retainer for when our other therapist is away doing <laughs> reality show appearances in various other states. Also, like the setting of this therapy is very sus to me. It's in like a literally like a 100 square foot room. Mm-hmm. And Jax is just speaking in monologue and like just repeating himself. He mm-hmm. seems to be in like a post coke, like come down haze. <laughs> it reads as though he's like re- barged into her office at 630 in the morning and just started <laughs> talking and they've never met before. And she's like I know. looking at him like, who is this coke guy that like, came into my these people have never met. And she's just kind of staring at him and scowling and then saying like, just, she's like, that sounds hard. Breakups are really hard. Uh, Breakups are awful. And like, and then he just keeps like putting his head in his hand and turning red. Are you happy? Yeah. (laughs) Brittany, Ariana and Sheena go to Jax and Brittany's apartment so she can change out of her pajamas into new pajamas. Right. One camisole to another camisole. And then Brittany's like, next time i'm in a relationship i'm gonna rule the roost and then explains (laughs) what that means as though we didn't the geniuses of the show did not know but there's also a moment earlier in the episode maybe or maybe it's because it's not at the end there's a point at which and i like saved these screenshots because i love them so much where she's like i grew up on a farm and look what happens is you have chickens and then if you go a week without feeding the chickens you'll have 20 dead chickens (laughs) Mm -hmm. What the fuck? I was like a week. I thought you were going to say what happens in a day. I mean, like, what was that? And I don't even know how that I happened. got that analogy because <sighs> it's just to me, actually, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Life is like a farm because like you have to take care. Bear with me here. You have to take care of yourself in your life. And if you just give up on yourself, you're going to have 20 dead chickens. I was like, wow, this is like, incredible. I don't think we needed that. I thought to get that. I thought about that analogy legit five times since (laughs) seeing that episode last night. And then through this, I was like, God, that was like, really, Mm -hmm. it spoke to me on like a really Mm -hmm. deep level. Yeah. It's a good tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh is like a farm. (laughs) If you do not feed the chickens in seven days, you will have 20 dead chickens. Sheena has that on her forearm. (laughs) (laughs) The chickens are dying. (laughs) Like on her breastplate. Yeah. Yeah. That's next. Um, Jax has been texting Brittany, but she doesn't care. And she's like, thanks for the boob job, asshole. Which is like, 
Which is so really fucking good dark. line. But also we know that none of this means anything because yeah. they're together and like possibly married. Who knows? Yeah. She's had a child in secret. Yeah. Jax is confused and now he's doubting his decision to break up with Brittany. Mm-hmm. And then next week is the fucking finale. I'm so pissed off about the timing of this finale. I feel like we're on episode 12. Yeah. I think because we've just had so many, like no one cares. Just this conversation has given me jaw pain. <laughs> like yeah. thinking about all the different things that will go unsatisfied. There's no resolution. Like I love that this season was leading up to not, I thought like Tom Tom's going to be open by the end of the season. Yeah. No. no, they're doing a progress party where it's like, I feel like we're on a cliffhanger or something. I'm so... But there's nothing hanging off the cliff. It's just, like, my sanity. Yeah, and, like, someone looked it up and it was like, I'm so pissed off at the cast because they kept... (laughs) They let me down. They kept saying in interviews, like, oh, this is such a long season. Like, you just wait. The truth will be revealed. But it's 24 episodes, and last season was 24 episodes. And so fuck you guys. Yeah, and so... This is, like, 19. Like, next week... Patrick comes back and is like a dick to Lisa and says like a bunch of creepy shit. He's like, I want to fuck you. (laughs) He's like, I'll fuck that hole. (laughs) And she's like, you don't know what love is. (laughs) She's like, Saucy really doesn't know what love is. And then Jax gets fired and then there's a progress party and that's it. And I guess we'll just have three episodes of reunions or two episodes of reunion and one of like lost footage. But like, I'm irritated. Yeah, if there's not a footage of like James just like licking Kristen's tits mm-hmm. on some pool, like pool wraps or pillows or whatever the fuck, I'm going to be pissed. And I know I'm not going to get that. And I'm livid. I'm just hoping for like some reveals, like the reunion. It's also bullshit that if we're going to leave this season with Jackson Brittany breaking up. Then mm. we're going to like go into the reunions with them back together. Right. And we're going to, you're not even filming during the good parts where it's like, yeah, they're breaking up, getting back together, breaking up and like all that drama. It's just like, oh, now I guess it's like totally fine and yeah, everything's and chill it. and it's like, whatever. I mean, I was, I mean, that's how reality shows get eventually once yeah. the people get so big is that like they tease out stuff that happens and then it doesn't. But part yeah. of the magic about Vanderpump Rules is whatever they teased out did happen. and You got like the full circle moment. Yeah. Of, like confirmation. And we're just not getting, I just feel like so much has gone on this season and I've never felt so like, oh, I don't care what happens on the finale. Yeah. Like I really real, just like. Because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Kristen and Carter are together. Brittany and Jax are together. Tom and Ariana are together. Katie and Tom are married. Tom Tom will open. Like Stassi and Patrick are breaking up. Yeah. And also like, yeah, there was a teaser. Um, <laughs> I hate my life. There was like a shot in like the initial like what will go on this season where Stassi's crying in a stairwell. Yeah. Where the fuck is that? Excuse me. We never got that. If, and I, that's that something does not I was banking next week, on. Like, she's wearing, like, she was wearing, like, I want to say, like, a spadril, like, like a mule. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that. I remember that. And it was, like, an off the shoulder top, yeah. as she's wont to do. Yes. And she's, like, breaking the fuck down in a stairwell. And that was evocative of the alleyway. We've barely gotten the alleyway. No, the year. alley is gone. They've, I mean, they, we, the alley is no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've all surpassed <sighs> the alley. It's depressing. Like, I'm really like... No, it is depressing. This finale better bring something to the table. Bring the heat or the reunions better bring some fucking heat. 
Or I'm going to demand a, an, another apology from the producers. <laughs> Everyone seems so fucking like hunky-dory right now in real life that I'm just like, like Jax even has been tweeting like level-headed things being like, well, James did call my girlfriend fat, but I get it. Sometimes he freaks out like, <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, give it time. They'll implode again. Yeah. But like, I don't want to wait until next season for an implosion like i want to think that at least something will happen on this finale yeah will not yeah that's i feel like where we're left do you think anything good could possibly happen no (laughs) thanks you guys (laughs) all right we're done now bye thanks for being my guest (laughs) it was great it was fab very positive um tell everyone where they can find you um I got my Twitter account back. We don't Whoa. need to talk about what happens. It's Chrissy Malazzo. I'm in the Facebook group yeah. under a, a secret identity. <laughs> that is just my name backwards. Love. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Sick. Where else can I be found? The truth will be revealed. The truth will be revealed. You know? I'll launch a makeup line. Soon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Sex Unique Podcast is brought to you by the following premium sponsor, Lori Wheat. Thanks to you, honey. It's all happening. I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know.